Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Lili Nishmasim Yimirasi Ruspas Mordechai. In honor of the Bar Mitzvah of Yoel, Yo-Yo, Yoster, Shmooster, Yoey, Yoey. What Shmooster? I never heard that one though. We know him as Yoey. We are very proud of you. Love, mommy, daddy, Elisheva, Nehemiah, that must be the new guy. Tani, the old guy. Aiden, and Nama. Reb Yehuda David, we like to call him Judah, I don't know why. How does this go? I'm not a pro at this. You need a book. Reboi Sai, we miss Yeshua, Aaron Price. The water, the book, the whole situation. Ah, Hashem, one day I'll come back to us. You could be any side, no? Okay, well, thanks, Gary. Destroyed the Arn Kodesh in the process. <laughs> bang, bang. No, it's just a bottle. Oh, just a bottle. Okay. So, first of all, we have this. Hello, Rav Eli. Just started following Yishirim a few weeks ago. This is a while ago he wrote this. <laughs> beginning. Credit to Avram Meir Farkovich. You gave me a shout out on Daf Chavav, and since then my kids love hearing your good morning, Rav Boisai. This was the Shabbos we discovered you on YouTube. Here are my kids following along. Live from Woodman, New York, and one day, hopefully, in Emir Tzisham and Eretz Yisrael, Brach Jay Nathanson. Here's kids watching the daf. Kids are Elohim these days. Rabbi say, so people are sending in pictures of where in the world do you do daf. It's great. These are nice pictures, but I don't see you. So what's pshat? This is Veheshev Lev Ovois Albonim Velev Bonim Alavoisom. This is from Shmiel Yosef. Hochhauser. That's the, uh, the Rebbe that comes online. You see him on Zoom. I want to Shabbos. His father. Shmiel is his father. My Choshev's son, Rav David Hochhauser, Hamoyel Choshev, from Yishalayim, got me on to you, and I've been learning with you from our summer vacation here in Bairnsdale, Victoria, on the Gippsland Lakes. Thank you. Thank you for a clear and concise shir that I can follow and understand with a smile. Keep it up, Yeshakoyach, Shmiel Yosef, Hochaz, Melbourne, Australia. Here's whatever, what is it called again? Kipsk, Barnsdale, Gippsland Lake. But I want to see Rabbi Shmiel. Next time you send a picture, put yourself in there. Here's another one, very similar. Rabbi Sai, what is this a picture of? I'll tell you, if you don't hop what it is, it's very posh. This is from Yaakov Greenberg, Clifton, New Jersey, on the plane. Well, it's a Gemara, but I, we need to see you on the plane. So he could put you in a video or something. We have a minute here. This uh, is from a doctor, uh, a medical student from George Mason University. He, doesn't want, he wants to remain anonymous. He says, thank you for all your work on the Dafshirim. I started learning this cycle and joining Shir from Erevin. I really appreciate your charts and energy. I'm not the type to write in or want my email read aloud with my name. So I'd rather you didn't, but didn't want to write about, I did want to write about one thing. I know there's been some back and forth about the commercializing of the Shir. I don't care one way or the other, but one thing I did want to point out. There was one Shir a month ago where you mentioned that the donations go to the Dafshirim Kolal that is part of your new base medrash. Until that point, I had no idea where the money went. And to be honest, it seems strange why Daf Yomi Shir, given by someone who, Hashem, has his own parnosa, 
needed the money. With that one comment, I understood, but perhaps it might be beneficial to have the clarification on the site. Or, and even in the descriptions on YouTube, may Hashem give you back many times over the energy and strength, you pour into giving the da'af best. I'm not going to say his name, Yishkoyach, Rabbi. We have a kailal. We built a building specially designed for Daf Yoimi, which isn't finished and wasn't paid off yet. We have three people on salary. Three, yeah, three people on salary. I do not take salary. I don't take money for myself. And any money coming in, I don't, if there's a million dollars that came in today, there's what to do with it. Because these graphics, these, there's so much things that we could do to enhance the daf and bring the daf to more people. We, we do advertising, marketing. There's a lot of zachin. We need $80,000 for Nachman's book. Whatever, there's a whole... It's more than a, the price just went up. Rabbi, we got to lock him in quickly. Tonight's the lottery. Tonight's the lottery. All right, here we go. My safer coming out from Gaiva de Leo. We have a Shaila. I want to change the name Gaiva de Leo to Gilu Elio. I think it's a much more Gaiva de name. It's a Gilu Elio. It's not, not some Gaiva. Gaiva is one thing. Gilu, he had a Gilu. All right. Also, the Rafur Shlema of Rachel, do you have, could somebody look up the name of uh, that young woman, Palak? She's mamish in terrible shape, a terrible thing what's going on in that family. They lost two people already. She's in Chazishma. Here's another one. The Rafur Shlema, Rachel Nomi Bas Esther Chana. She gave birth in the 31st week and she's suffering terribly from Corona. She needs a Rafur Shlema, but Karev. So, yesterday was uh, quite the daf, very technical, seven and a half hours, eight and a half hours. Today it's a lot easier. And Be'ez uh, Hashem, I mean, if we put ourselves in a mindset of this is Negea to us, we need to know these things, these karbanas, and that's not a foreign thing. We don't want to be on Maritzim when we show up to the Yisamikdosh very soon with our carbon Pesach, with our karbanas. What do you do? Torah Abonon, Tomid, Koydem le Pesach. Pesach, Koydem le Ktoires. I have to find my thing. Hold on a second. Today we got blue. Okay, so here we go. This is the order. You have a Tamid, and this is the afternoon one. There's two Tamidim, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. We're talking about the afternoon. The last, last thing that you bring in the base Hamikdash is a tamid. What is going on here? The numbers grew somehow. This is... Hmm. We got we to be careful. Tamid. Huh? Oh, there's people with... That's right. Nachman. No, no, no. But the, the rule is five. The rule is five. We have to stick to the rules. Tamid. It doesn't matter. That, that's in the future, by the way. Once this rule comes off, once this lockdown comes off, then anybody that has antibodies or a week or two after the second vaccination, is welcome to come to the base Medrash. Tamid, then comes Karban Pesach. Okay, we'll schmooze about it, Menachem. I know, we had, there was a discussion. I spoke to Avi Factor, Dr. Avi Factor. Does the vaccination help? Does it count? Not count? Could you carry it? It's, a, it's still a debate in the States. Tamid, then comes Karban Pesach. Then comes Ketiris. There's two Ketiris. The Ketiris in the afternoon comes after the Karban Pesach. So, Pesach is the exception to the rule. That's the only carbon that comes after the Talmud. 
as we said yesterday, Tamid, then Pesach. But this, today we're introducing the Ketairis comes after that, and after that comes the Neirais. Ketairis, real quickly. So, this is the Beis HaMikdash. This is where you shecht all the Kurbanos. This is the Mizbeach. This is the Heichal. Inside the Heichal, you have the Mizbeach Hazav, right over here. This golden thing, that's where you put the Ketairis on. Right over here is the Menorah. Over here is the, Lecha, the Shulcham Afanim. So this is in the Heichal. Nobody sees it, nobody goes there. The Ketairis every day. So, Tamid, Kardim Le Pesach. Pesach, Kardim Le Ketairis. Ketairis, Kardim Le So this is the first Braisa, this is the order. Yuuchar Dover Shenema Boy, Boyrev. What's the Svara? Dafn Pesach Aleph. It makes a lot of sense. Something that says, by Pesach, it says, Boerev and Bein Harabayim. So, here's the Psukim. Here are the Psukim. Shon Tizbach is a Pesach, Boerev, in the evening. And Veshachdo is a Golgad as Yisrael, Bein Harabayim. This is in Dvarim, this is in Shmois. So it says, Boerev and Bein Harabayim. Ludover Shleinema Boy Boerev, Elo, Bein Harabayim, Bilvad. So the Tamid only says once. But it doesn't say Barev. So therefore, Karim Pesach beats it out and is later into the evening. So we have to remember this question because the Gemara is going to use this question. In other words, Ketoyres and Eros also, Yuchar Dovah Shenem Rabbi Barev, Uben Arbaim, Ledovah Shenem Rabbi Ben Arbaim. Where's this? Uh, Bein Arbaim. So since it says Bein Arbaim only once, so therefore, Ketoyres and Eros. Nami Nigdul Pesach. So Karim Pesach should come before. In the list, Ketoyres and Eros are at the end. But Ketoyres and Eros only have once. Bein Arbaim. Ba'alois Aaron is Han Eros. Bein Arbaim. Yaktireno is talking about Ketoyres and Eros. And it says only once. Bein Arbaim. So therefore, according to your logic, Ketaris and Neira should be before Pesach, because Pesach has two things, Bo'erev and Ben-Arabayim. Shani Hasam, candles and Ketaris are different, especially candles. Demir Rachmana Oisai. Where are we? Here we go. Yaroich Oisai, Aaron Ovanov, Mi'erev Advoiker, Oisai. Special meal, Desanya. Me'erev ve'ad boiker. Tenlo midoso shtehei doilekes me'erev ad boiker. Me'erev ad boiker. These words come to teach us that when you pour in the oil into the menorah, there has to be that much oil that it can light me'erev from the evening when you light it till the morning. How much is that? A chatzilug. So I saw a very interesting primigadim. That's a very nice kasha. You know, the famous Bes Yosef Kash on Hanukkah. Why is Hanukkah eight days? They found enough oil for one day. So the nace was only seven days. So how many answers are there on that question? There used to be 100, and now there's a safer, I think it's 300 answers. Anyway, one of the main famous answers is that they took the oil that they found for one day, and they divided it up for eight days. So every day got one-eighth of that bottle. So that was a tremendous nace. On the first day also, it lasted, the, the one-eighth the one lasted for the whole night. 
Frek the Premier Godin, but it says over here that it says in the Pasuk, that you must put into the menorah enough oil that lasts from the evening to the morning, which is a chatzilug. So how could you divvy it up? How could you take a small amount? And what are you going to say? That they knew they didn't have enough. So you, but lechatchila, the Torah says, that's how much you have to do it. And if you don't do it, you're not yoytza at all. So what's the point of doing it? You might as well do one night, be yoytza that one night, and shalman Yisrael. No. How do they think they're going to be yoytza? How do they think they're going to be yoytza at all if it's not enough? You can't make a bracha. You can't make a bracha. You can't make a bracha. Can't do anything. Not only that, put it all in. No, put it all in. Put it all in. And at least you're yoytza one day. Why should, be, why should you not be yoytza eight days when you can be yoytza one full day and seven days you won't have? No, but I'm saying whatever you have. Today you have to think about today. Today's daf. Hayoyim. Hayoyim. What do we have? Says the Shevet HaLevit, no, you can't make a bracha if it's not going to Fine, it's a different thing. Says the Shevet HaLevit, from here you see, this is the, not the base of Shevet HaLevit, Revozna, that it's not Ma'akiv. Okay, Merev HaBoyker, that's what he wants to tell It's not Ma'akiv. Dova Acher. Dova Acher, in other words, another Pshad, in, not another Pshad in the Pasuk, but another part of the Pasuk. We just discussed this Pasuk. Merev HaBoyker. Now there's another word here called Oisai. There's two things in this Pasuk going on here. There's only one avoida that goes from evening to the morning, and nothing else goes after that, and that's why on the list, Neiroiz is all the way at the end. Carbon Pesach cannot be after the Neiroiz. Why? Because it says, This is it. Right over here, the Oisai teaches me that it's the Neiroiz, the menorah, that is the last, last thing that's done in the Beis HaMikdash, and that lasts us from Me'erev Adboikir, and the Me'erev Adboikir can't be the Karim Pesach. Ve'iskish, k'tayris l'neiris. Now, once we see this Pesach right over here, u'behalois ha'roinis ha'neiris, and then it says at the end of the Pesach, k'tayris, so now I have a hekish between neiris and k'tayris, and just like neiris are the last, last thing, so two k'tayris is the last, last thing, in other words, Karban Pesach cannot come after Keturis as well. Even though the Pasuk Oisai is talking about Neiris, but since Neiris and Keturis are in the same Pasuk, they are equal when it comes to this. Says the Gemara, Vitanikikushion. In fact, there's a Braisa that says, like the Hava, I mean, like the question that Keturis and Neiris should be before Karban Pesach. Why? Because Keturis and Neiris only have Bena Harabayim, whereas Pesach says, Bo'erev and Ben Arbaim, and that taught us that that's why Pesach is after a Tamid, so Pesach should be after Ktairis. In fact, here we go. According to this Bryce, it's very different. Tamid is always first. In terms of, Tamid is always last. But in terms of this list, Tamid is first. Now, instead of having Korban Pesach right after Tamid, we switch it up according to this Bryce. In fact, Ktairis and Neiroiz come before the Karben Pesach. Why? Because the Karben Pesach it says two, two psukim, like the top, top line on Omid Aleph. Ba'erev and Ben Arabayim versus just Ben Arabayim. And therefore it teaches me that Karben Pesach is last. Karben Pesach that has both words, Ba'erev and Ben Arabayim. Dogar, Shalinemarboy, Elo, Ben Arabayim, Blavad. Neiroiz and Ktairis only have the Ben Arabayim. Boksiv, Oisoi. 
But the first bride to learn from the word Oisai that Neiras and Ktaris are last, last, last. Says Gemara, no, this bride teaches us something completely different. We're talking about inside. What's inside? Where does the carbon Pesach go? Outside. This is outside of the Heichal. This building is the Heichal. Ktaris, Neiras are inside. So Memela, if Ktaris and Ktaris and Neiris are inside, it makes sense to learn the inner things and not to talk about a carbon Pesach. So I'm going to learn from the word I saw to include not only Neiris that are inside, but Ktaris inside, and not carbon Pesach that's outside. So which is, Yaktireno means Ktaris. Here. If I'm just reading this Pasuk, it says Neiroiz first. So I would say, what comes first? Look, Ubalois, Aroid, Esa Neiroiz. First come the Menaira. Benar, Baim, Yaktireno, Ktaris. And afterwards, I do Ktaris. No, that's not what it is. The word Oisai comes to teach us. So why do I need the words? That what? First comes the Ktairis, then comes the Neiris. I wouldn't know that. In the, the Pashup Shad in the Pasuk, his Neiris comes first. No, as I'm lighting the candles, I already have to have the Ktairis going. I saw a Hasidish of art from the Vichy Yosef. I don't know who that is. I didn't look it up. <laughs> no, no, no. He's a Chashav Rebbe, I'm sure. He says very nice. I'm, I'm into the Rebbe's stuff these days. I'm doing tshuva. I'm, I'm saying more Hasidish of art than Groz. So you can't have tightness on me. He says that the Ktairis comes to be Mechaper and Lashon Hara. Right? That we know. We learned. It's Gemara. Ktairis comes to be Mechaper and Lashon Hara. When a person talks Lashon Hara, then his mouth becomes defiled, it becomes Tomei from the Lashon Hara, and it's difficult to learn Torah. Your Torah doesn't have the same value. So therefore, he says, you have to first do Kaparas HaKtairas, get rid of the Lashon Hara, and then comes the Neirais, the Neirais resemble Torah. What's the Pasuk? Kiner Torah, whatever the Pasuk, no? Oh, that's right. Kiner mitzvah Torah. Kiner mitzvah Torah. Yes. The Torah. Very good. I was just thinking the, um, you could do a shini maisa because it's chasidish and I got to make it litvish shtickle. The Chavetz Chaim says the same thing in regard to, we say every single morning, Elikai, Nitzar l'shoyni meirah, Osfasa medaber meirah. So first, we're asking Agash Baruch Hu, keep our mouth because, as the Chavetz Chaim says, the person that talks, L'shon hara, oiva avoy, what, what happens to this Torah, and only afterwards, P'sach libi b'sayrasecha. Then, once my mouth is clean, P'sach libi b'sayrasecha. Okay, that's B'shini Ma'isa. Now, going yesterday, I was saying about the Hasidim, who David minchaktana all year round, but Erev Pesach, Shabbos, Erev Pesach, they'll David minchakdayla. And here's another one, interesting, that according to everybody, Neiros goes after Tomid, if you look over here, Neiroiz, first comes Tomid, then Neiroiz. First comes Tomid, then Neiroiz. But Neiroiz is all the way afterwards. 
Therefore, that's one of the reasons why we're very makbit to daven mincha before Adlachus Neiris, especially like Erev Shabbos, Chanukah Erev Shabbos, we run to Shul, we daven mincha, then we come home and we don't light candles and then go to Shul daven mincha. Why? This is one of the reasons. Because Neiris comes after the Tamid, which is Be'etzim uh, mincha. I mean, the Prima Godim says that the reason why we do it is because it's a steer. You can't say it's nighttime and I'm lighting candles and then daven mincha. Mincha is before that. Okay, fine. Zog the Gemara. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're back? Time out, you're back? Wow, that was a quick trip. Welcome back. No. Yes. Shock. I don't know. I have to think about it. I don't know. Oisoi. We have two limudim there, Oisai, and how does he know it's first? And you're saying that according to everybody, it has to be first? According to this Vayichi Yosef, you mean? It has to be according to everybody here? The, 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 the what? Yeah, but if you, ha- if you have the Hekesh, so why does the other Mandama need it? I don't know. I hear by the way, did anybody, is Michael Cohen uh, off of uh, Shiva yet or not? Okay. If anybody sees him, let me know. Tan Rabbanon. The Eidan, Tan Rabbanon. Eidan Chodover Shekoidim Letomit Shashachar Elok Teres Bovat. So now we're switching gears. We're going to the Tomit Shashachar, the morning Tomit. Nothing, it's a sandwich. What? What did you say? I didn't hear. Still sitting, Shiva. Still sitting, Shiva. Okay. No, because somebody wrote an email. I didn't realize that his father is very famous and very chashiv. He was the Meshgiach and Tells, Cleveland, for many years. He's a big Talmud Chacham. So his father's Nifta. I didn't realize that he's. And I had the schos, and he put him once on Zoom. And we had a, a shmuz with him from the hospital, and I didn't realize who I was talking to. Okay. I just wanted to mention that. Somebody wrote a whole long email to explain to me who he was. So there's a Tamid in the morning, carbon Tamid. You bring a, a carbon oila, which is the Tamid, every single day in the morning and in the evening. It's a sandwich. Nothing comes before it, nothing comes after it. The only thing that comes before the Tamid in the morning is the Ktaris. Just like the Ktaris, not just like, but we just said. Ktaris is after the Tamid in the evening, and the Ktaris is before the Tamid in the morning. Er, morning, morning, in other words, it's before anything else. Since it says it twice, two times in the morning. By the time it only says boiker once. Oh, so now we're going to go into a little bit what we said, add a little bit. After the Tamid in the evening, there's nothing that goes after that. Elok Tyrus, which we said. Vinairis, which we said. Upesach, which we discussed. And here's a new one. Umechusar kipurim be'erev ha'pesach. So if you recall, Mechusar kipurim is a famous concept in the Shaz, but we just had in the beginning of the Sechta. If you test that whole sugya, unbelievable sugya, tumatara, Mechusar kipurim. And that is a person, let's call it a Metzara, because the Mara discusses a Metzara. Somebody who has to grow his hair long, uh, refrain from wine, 
Then he wants to become, he doesn't want to be a Mitzvah anymore. He has to go to the mikvah. There's, there's a whole process. Goes to the mikvah. And then, that evening, he's a Tful Yoim, but he's really Mechusar Kippurim. In other words, that evening, he could eat Truma, but he still, he still can't eat, even after Herif Shemesh, he can't eat Kachim. Now, what's a carbon Pesach? Carbon Pesach is a, is a carbon, it's Kachim. So he can't eat it, because he's Mechusar Kippurim. He must bring his Karbonais the following day. So until he brings his Karbonais, he can't eat the carbon Pesach. So now, what happened was, so this guy did everything he needed to do. He went to the mikvah, and he waited for the nightfall. But the, the next day, he couldn't make it. He had corona, he couldn't make it to, to, the, to bring his karbanas. So now he cannot eat the carbon Pesach. So it says that even though I brought the tamid, I could still bring, I could still bring the, his tful yayim, I could still bring this carbon right over here. This is Kibur in order that he should be able to eat his carbon Pesach. So it's another carbon that you're allowed to bring after a Tamid. This is the end of the line, right here, Tamid. There's nothing else after Tamid. Only carbon Pesach, only Ketaris and Eretz. But there's one more thing. If the guy forgot to bring his carbon after he went to the mikvah, because he's a Mitzayrah, so then we allow him after the Tamid to bring his carbon so that he could eat his Pesach. Shetay Shainis. Another thing he must do is go to the mikvah a second time. And then he eats the carbon Pesach. Nothing to do with the carbon Pesach. It's not because he needs to eat the Pesach that he could bring a carbon after he brought the Talmud. Anytime he has to bring a carbon, let's say he brings a chatos, he did an Avera, he, he was over Chil Shabbos, so he brings a carbon chatos to the Mizbeah. He, and so in order for him to eat it, he needs to go to the mikvah because he's in Chusr Kippurim. He happens to be a Mitzayra. So he goes to the mikvah. He brings his carbon, goes to the mikvah, and then he eats instead of carbon Pesach, insert over here, chatos, let's say. It's not dafka carbon Pesach. Why? Because he has a mitzvah to eat from the chatos. That's the Gemara, very simple. That the only exception to the rule is somebody that's bringing a carbon Pesach and he didn't bring his, his um, carbon for Mechusikipurim. There's a reason why, because Pesach is very chamur. There's an Isra Karas over here. You get Karas. Not eating it, you get cars. Not bringing it, you get cars. As we learned yesterday, all the way at the end of the daf, it says in the Pasuk, Hashlamim, we learned, means Lashon Shalem. That the last, last thing that we bring during the day, in terms of Korbanus, is a Tamid. Hashlam, Shalem. Hashlama. So there's a mitzvah that Tamid should be the last. If you bring something after Tamid, you're over. So ask the Gemara, how could I bring a carbon from a Chosikipurim after the Tamid? I'm being over an Avera. Now, if I have a tremendous Avera called Kares, so I understand, I could break one Avera to do the other. Yavi say, one say, Shiesh be Kares, Vidcha say da Hashlama. There's a mitzvah that Tamid should be last. But the mitzvah of carbon is much more severe because if I don't do it, I'll get karas. 
Let me bring that. But what's my excuse to bring another carbon called Mechusikipurim so I could eat my chatas, which is only an assay. So it's one against one. It's an assay, an assay. It doesn't have cars in it. Why is one strong in the other? We're talking about the Mitzayra. One of the things he brings, he brings a chatas oif, he brings a oila, and he brings a asham. Three things. So we're talking about the bird of a Mitzayra. There's no Aveira. There's no assay. There's no problem in Ashlama. Ashlama means carbon must be the last, last thing. It is the last thing. The only thing this guy didn't bring is a bird. But you're not putting it on the Mizbeach. You're going to do Malika with your thumb. It's going to bleed a little bit. And you're going to sprinkle it on the Mizbeach. And then you're going to take the bird and toss it next to the Mizbeach. There's a hole over there. You throw it in there. But you're not putting it on the Mizbeach. So you're not over anything. No, we're talking about a gezunta animal. Again, another answer. You're not burning that carbon, this chatas, this giant chatas, a whole cow. You're putting it on top of the Mizbeach. Now, you put it on top of the Mizbeach, you're not over anything. There's no more Lina once it's on the Mizbeach. The Mizbeach takes away your Avera of Lina. Yeah. And then, Emembeila, oh, we're going to get there exactly. So that's it. Malo, Melina, you take it, put it on top of the Mizbeach, so you weren't over anything in terms of Ashlama. The last, last thing that you were makriv, that you burnt on the Mizbeach, is a Tomit, and everything is great. Ask the Gemara, Vayika Asham. The Metzaira also has to, bring, has to bring an Asham. And Rashi points out, what do you do with the Asham? Interesting halacha. You take from its blood, and you put it on its thumb, and on its big toe. Take the blood, put it on the Metzaira's thumb and its big toe. Which means that that's a, it's like Zrika. Zrika, as we'll see, is the most important, basically. That's the f- finale. That's what gives a person a kapara. The Zrika on the Mizbeach. Throwing, sprinkling blood on his back, or maybe sprinkling on his thumb. What does that mean? That it's part of the it's part of the kapara. It's very essential to the whole mitzvah thing. Bishlam the Papa, Hanu the According to the Papa, everything is great. That's why we have to say he puts the animal on top of the mizbeach. El Rav Chizda Ma'ikula Meimar says Gemara Amri Shikara Vashamai. So first, we're not talk, we're talking about a case where they took the ashram, they threw it on the mizbeach. Everything is good, and afterwards. He brings the bird, which is after the carbon tomit. As the Gemara of the Mitzvah has another carbon called the Ayla. And if you say that the Ayla is not part of the Kapara, we just proved that Asham is part of the Kapara, because you put it on the, the finger. But maybe the Ayla is not. You have to bring an Ayla, but it's not part of the Mitzvah's Kapara. But that we know, that the chatos and the ashram of the Mitzayra are essential, and they're ma'akev. If you don't bring it, it doesn't have a kapar. All three are ma'akev. So you'll say the same answer as you said before on the ashram. We're talking about a situation that the oil went on, and the ashram went on, and not the chatos. That can't be. Because the order is, first goes the chatos, then goes the oil. So if the oil was already on the Mizbeach, then the chatos was already on the Mizbeach. We're saying a situation where the chatz didn't get on yet. And you don't have to put it on. Why? Because you, you're not putting on the chatz, you're throwing it away. But the, oila, the chatz comes before an ayla. So you can't say that the ayla wasn't, wasn't uh, burnt yet. But It has to be first. It already says in the Pasuk, 
that the Eulah is the second in line. First comes the Chatos, then comes the Eulah. Ela, Zibona Av, Now, the first Pazak is talking about carbon Eulah, V'yayred, if a person makes a Shvuaz, Bitui. What comes first? Chatos comes first. Now, how do I know to take that idea and bring it to our Sugya? By Metzorah, Chatos comes first because it's a Binyan Av. It's one of the, the, the Shalashah Shemidus, right? It's Bona Binyan Av. I learned from this idea of carbon Eulah, V'yayred, Carbon oil means, if you weren't with us in Zvachim, it means it depends how wealthy you are. You bring different carbon. Wealthier brings a, an animal, less wealthy. Let's say a woman gives birth, she brings an animal, but if she doesn't have money, she'll bring one of her carbon, she'll bring a, a, a bird. So in the carbon oil which has to do, which was bitui, if you say, you say, I'm going to jump to the moon and that never happens, then you have to bring a carbon oil but over there it says that Chathas comes before Ayla. So I take that idea and bring it to the whole Torah. L'chayra. I should bring it by us also. Mitzayra, the Chathas comes first. Therefore, I have a big problem. What do I do with this Ayla? What happened to the Ayla? The Ayla does have to go in the Mizbeach. I can't answer, oh, I take the Ayla and throw it in the garbage or throw it in that pile where the Chathas goes because the Ayla has to go on. And if I was makrev the Ayla first, that means the Chathas is already gone. The Chathas was first, before that. So I don't have a Chathas. What's going on here? says, Gemara, you Imagine, you have a giant animal, which is a chatos, which is a oila, and you have a tiny little bird, a little pigeon. You would think, what's more chashev? The, the, the behema. No, the chatos bird is the, the akrava goes before the animal. Well, there's an exception to the rule, says Rava. The oilas mitzayra goes before the chathas of Mitzrayim. The Rachman Omar returning to Daf Nun Tesum and Beis Vehelo Hakoines Ha'Oila Shehelo Kfar that happened already. We just turned to Daf Nun Tesum and Beis sponsored by Gedalia Fenster Lerufur Shleimo Birachmiel Daniel Ben Tova Basho Omar Leirav Shemen Bar Abba Lerav Papa Lidi Doch Darmes Malu Umelino Beroisho Yisham Mizbeach. So Rav Papa just said. You take the animal and put it on top of the Mizbeach, but you're not makrivit, right? What do you do with it? It just sits there. You don't put it into the fire, because if you put it into the fire, that means that I did something after the carbon tamid. I don't want to do anything after the carbon tamid. But I don't want to be over on lino. It's, it's the rice, so just let an animal sit on the, on the floor. But if I put it on the Mizbeach, I'm, I'm okay. Says the Gemara, you ask him a question. Kaimim v'avdinam milsele kuyhanim takala. You're doing something that's going to bring the Koyanim to do an Avera. They're going to go, what's happening? Then after everything is done, now the cleanup crew comes. And they come at night. You're, once once you're, you do the Zrika, everything is over. You get all the Kaparas in, all the Chatois, they do the Zrika. They have a bunch of carcasses all over the floor. Then you take, the crew comes, takes these car. After the Talmud is already Nishchat, I can bring all my Karbanas back on the Mizbeach and, and, and burn them. Why? There's already Zrika. Everything happened already before the Talmud. Tom, it happened, then let's clean up, let's throw it. Come the Kayanim, they're starting to throw things into the fire, fire, fire. All of a sudden, they see something laying on the side. Pick it up, toss it into the fire. They don't know that this carbon sitting over here doesn't have a tag on it that says, hey, don't touch till tomorrow. This, this thing happened after the Tomid. You're not allowed to throw it into the fire. It's going to be a big takal. Says the Gemara, they're going to think it's part of the daytime carbonus and they'll throw it into the fire. Don't worry about the Koyhanim. They're very, very careful. So, you know, I'm a pilot and I love aviation. So, back in the day, even today, 
if you watch ever, if, uh, I don't know if you, but something called the aircraft carrier. The Stam brought me, because uh, I'm a sugar of Echad. On the aircraft carrier, you have 6,000 sailors, and their job is to shoot off these planes, these F-16s and all these planes, off the, off the runway. So if you look at it, you'll see, there's guys in the yellow jackets, guys in the blue jackets, and the green jackets, the guys in the yellow jackets direct traffic, the guys in the blue jackets, they're in charge of the arrestor cables that catch the planes as they come in. It's a whole, it's a so imagine you say, oh, the guy's going to make a mistake. He's going to forget the cable and the F-16 that's worth $30 million is going to go into the ocean. It's about, no, it doesn't happen. That never happens. These guys are Zrizim. Everybody has a job. Everyone knows exactly this, that. That's the base of English. They have the, a million of dollars. Everybody has a job. Everybody knows what's going on. Everybody has their jacket, the yellow, the blues. This guy brings in the carbonates. So this guy, the carbon is on top over there, not going into the fire. The, 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 the guys beforehand say, listen, the, the guys before said, by the way, on the right side, there's a carbon. Don't touch it. That's the guy that brought it after the torment. It has to stay. No problem. Da, 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 da. Otherwise, you have a $30 million mistake. You can't have it. There's no, it's not like in a regular, it's time you walk into a place and the guy, oh yeah, I made a mistake. There's no, there's no such thing. Koyanim, his reason name, they know what they're doing. Everybody's on the ball over there. What? I guess there's a lot of things on the side. Slip it off. I don't know. Obviously, from the Gemara's question, it wasn't such a simon. It's not like, oh, it's on a special shelf. This shelf goes here. Things were laying around. That's how it worked. Yeah, it was a, well, we're not really, uh, 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 no, not really talking about every peso. Talking about a regular, uh, yeah, a regular day that the Mitzvah had to bring his carbon, yeah, carbon peso. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Big balagan over there. Big balagan. Says Gemara. Bamel Rabban Abreder Rabban Nosan Rab Papa. Bokamo Deloim Miskatri Murim. Koyhanim Leimotsu Achli Basar. So the Gemara is asking a question like this. Very, very interesting halacha. If you look, Rav Eisfer sent me back in the day, <coughs> just a few weeks ago. <coughs> but this is what we're going to have. This right over here is a piece of chaylev. Where does this go? This is a murim. This is part of the murim. This thing goes on the Mizbech. So, Akash doesn't take away from our steaks. The Mizbech is happy with this stuff. This tremendous amount of fat that we can't eat. Imurim goes on the Mizbech. Part of here. This is a good picture of what Imurim looks like. Now, if the Imurim don't go on the Mizbech, the Kayin can't eat his portion of the carbon. The Kayin can't eat his portion of the carbon, the Yisrael doesn't have a kapara. It's one chain. It's catch 22. So if this doesn't go on, then the Kayin can't eat. The Kayin can't eat. The, the Yisrael didn't have a kapara. didn't have a kapara. So what's going on here? You didn't gain anything. He needs to have the kapara. He wants to eat his carbon Pesach. If he, if he doesn't have a kapara, he doesn't have to eat the carbon Pesach. It's a whole thing. So I need to put this on his bath. Then the Kayin could eat uh, his steak. Kayin eats his steak. The Yisrael gets his kapara. Gets his kapara. The Yisrael could eat his carbon Pesach. This doesn't go on. It messes up the whole chain of events. Says the Gemara, then the Koyanim can't eat. They get their portion. The breast and the thigh. Maybe they could eat it beforehand. I want to eat. I'm hungry. First, he has to put the chayla of this guy right over here. But only afterwards they could eat. Listen to this. This is a Yisoid in all of Shas. As long as the coin doesn't eat his portion, the, the Yisrael doesn't get a kapara. I got an email from a very chosheva 
Talmud Chacham that watches the shir, and he's a Kayan, and he says, I'm reading, I'm a Kayan, therefore this is one of my favorite Gemaras in Shas. I am eating, and you have a Kaparo. And then he says, some Kayanim take it even further. Like by Kiddush, they eat, <laughs> they're eating, and he says, it's a real Kaparo for everyone that is sitting nearby. Alright, Zakti Gemara. I saw also a very nice, also the Hasidic Sefer, but we're not going to get into it. That basically, Hakashbarhu, if you don't have the right kavan or whatever, so I, I'm just saying the gist of it. He says, beautiful. I'm, I'm not doing it justice, that's why I'm not saying it 100%. But basically, he was saying that if you don't do the right thing, Hakashbarhu is going to make it in a certain way that, you, that your kai won't be able to eat. That's why your kai can't eat. And since your kai can't eat, therefore you don't have the kapar, you're all totally zabizet. Who? Ah. Eitan. Ah, I, I hear because he, he was the chef in your house. I got it. This is not a problem. We're just going to the Mishnah. So from here, you see, the Thank you, Nachman. We're going to get a pace now from Nachman Seltzer. If I slow down, he'll go ahead. You know what? If, what happens to the meat that gets tummy? Some guy walks over to the basar after the touches it, he makes a tummy. Does the bailum, the bailum has a kapara. Ah, the whole chain of events didn't happen. This is a yaitzim and a klal. It's not his fault. So, so now, this meat that cannot have a kapara, you can't put it on because it's night. So we'll pretend, halachically, that it got lost, or somebody that was Tommy touched it, and Mamela, they'll have a kapara anyway. What happens if it gets lost? Or, Tommy, so what? The coin doesn't get his breast and thigh? Regardless, they always get it. Rav Kahana Rami, Rav Kahana had a contradiction. The Ksiv, Loyolon, Chelev, Chagi, Adboiker, a lot of you shouldn't learn, it's talking about the Chagiga. So what does it say? You shouldn't let the Chalev of the Chagiga last until the morning. So what's the simple Pshat and Pasuk? Till the morning. But uh, three in the morning, I could put it on the Mizbeh. That's not a problem. Uh, you just, just make sure the sun doesn't come up. But you can leave it overnight, entire night. But it says, we just learned that the carbon tumen is the last, last thing. So you cannot bring this onto the Mizbeach at 3 in the morning. The last thing is the tumen. So how can you bring this on 3 in the morning? Tumen was at 6 o'clock at night, or whatever we said. Eight, eight, eight and a half hours after the day. How did this get onto the Mizbeach at 3? What's the answer? Rabbi said, very simple answer. No? So let's see, you guys don't know, so let's see in the Gemara. Well, the average is Kulon. Hashli means it has to be the last. What's going on? As we said before. Zrika is what counts. They did Zrika to this mother animal. The only thing that didn't, that, that, wasn't la- that didn't happen was they didn't put this on the Mizbeach. But once Zrika happened, that's it. This is a Kapara. Now I could put it on the Mizbeach all night long to 3 o'clock in the morning. This has nothing to do with the Talmud. Talmud just tells me that I cannot do I can't do the avoid. I can't do Zrika after the Tamid. But the Zrika was before the Tamid. Once the Zrika is before the Tamid, then I could put this on the Mizbeach afterwards. La Ramilai, Rav Safra Lerav, 
I don't know. I guess my computer's gone. I don't see anybody. I only see myself. Oh, you cannot leave the Emurim again. This stuff, the whole night. What's going on here? What's Kalalaila? When's the Laila for Karim Pesach? When do you shaft the Karim Pesach? Think about it. Erev Pesach, you shaft it. What's the Laila? Leila Seder. Yantif. Could I put this on the Mizbech on Yantif for a carbon that I shechted in a weekday? The answer is no. So how did, why does it say you could put it on the Mizbech and I... When I bring the oil on Shabbos, b'shabatoi. Then I could be makrivit. I cannot take an oil that I shechted on Friday and put it on the mizbeach Friday night on Shabbos. I can't take a carbon pesach that I shechted on Friday or on a Thursday and bring it on Leila Seder. That's an old question. One particular case, our year, that Shabbos falls out on Erev Pesach. When did I shech the carbon? On Shabbos. Oh, it's a Shabbos carbon. It's a special Shabbos carbon. Shabbos carbon, I could bring on the Mizbeach on a Yantif. That's not included in the puzzle. This is an exception to the rule. The Chelvei Shabbos Kraven Biyantif. Omar Lei. Yishum the Chelvei Shabbos Kraven Biyantif. Ana Neku V'Neimelei Daikrob Arbaas V'Shchaliz B'Shabbos V'Dachsiv. Are you kidding me? You're taking this pasuk that you have to bring a whole pasuk. Oh, you know, this pasuk is only talking about one situation in 2021 where Pesach falls out, Erev Pesach falls out on a Shabbos. That's what the pasuk is talking about. What? Where does it say it in the pasuk, Bechlau? How do you say such a thing? It's You know what the answer is? We have no choice. There's a contradiction here. You cannot bring chalev onto, uh, onto the Mizbeach on Yontif when you shechted on an Erev on, uh, on a non-Yontif day. The only answer is that the Erev Yontif was a Shabbos and therefore I'm able to bring it onto the Mizbeach. And this whole positive says you can bring it on the on Mizbeach all night long. Meaning Leila Seder is only one situation where Erev Pesach was a Shabbos. It's a big tchak, but we have to say the tchak, otherwise we have a major issue. Have a wonderful day. No, Menachem Ateh called me yesterday on Zoom. He said, Rebelli. Like, what are you doing? Hello? <laughs> These guys from New York want to call me that. I can't fight with everybody. But you? There's a lot of excuses. There's a lot of excuses why people do certain things. We could come up with a lot of stuff.
It's also better for the nation if I walk around with a big sign on my back that says, So I should do that. There's certain things you gotta, you gotta put your foot down. You gotta say, Atkan. Exactly. It's better for the nation. It's better for the nation I go with an up hat and a frock. Huh?